Hi, guys. I'm feeling a lot of shifts the last few days. Um, I'm riding. I'm riding a lot. Not quite sure what's totally going on yet, but um, it's going in a very good direction since filing. Um, I'm having huge, like, shifts towards optimism. Uh, my outlook and perspective feels very different all of a sudden. Um, it's amazing how much I feel like now all of a sudden I'm standing outside of the situation looking in and I see how being with him made me feel what I thought was happy and took away the pain, but I actually wasn't happy at all. I was miserable, but just numb and was blinded by just that whole ordeal. So I'm thinking on all of that now, more to come on that. Um, I don't feel numb all of a sudden. I felt so numb with him. Um, but like all of a sudden, I just feel like I can be me again in a way that I haven't in a long time, if ever. Um, and I think it's because, you know, it's permanent. He's no longer a part of me or my identity and never will be again. Um, and I'm so hopeful more than ever for like the year ahead of me. I'm so excited to be out of this because I'm going to be healthy right? Like relapse is not an option legally now for me. And that has done something very freeing and healing for me. So I encourage you, if you are in this place of having a hard time figuring out, okay, should I file a restraining order? Should I really do this? Should I make it permanent? Is that fair to the person? You know, all of these things, um, do it. Just do it. Cause you're not going to feel any of that after you do it. You're going to feel good. Um, I feel, I did an episode a while back on this when I was like not spending as much time around him. I was like more in a healing phase, but I'm feeling really open to like new love again. Um, that feels really good. I want new things. I want new experiences. I don't want to feel the old things. Not, you know, I don't want to just settle for that quick, happy high and then like the awful shit that comes after in the recovery process. Um, but I'm going to talk about something else really quick tonight. I kind of jot down some thoughts um, because over the last year or so, I've noticed that survivors of abuse hear me clearly when I talk about the following subject, but a lot of people do not. So I felt the need to kind of give some explanation because I know that a lot of survivors kind of feel how I feel and think how I think now. And I think that it could be frustrating and discouraging when other people don't quite understand why that's your mission or state of being after a relationship like this. And it's almost feels like a put down, you know, sometimes what I'm about to talk about. So sometimes people ask me why I'm so focused on this yucky, abusive stuff now that I've been through it. Because, you know, generally, like, you know, when I'm like, okay, well, like, why are you asking that? And they're like, you know, well, you seem so happy. You seem like a happy person. Why don't you study happy stuff? like study about helping people be happy instead of like 
all this dark shit and forensics and, you know, abuse. Um, so I kind of thought about why. So my answer is I am happy naturally. You're right. I am a very happy person naturally when I'm not being abused. Um, and I'm so full of love and peace and emotion naturally. And something I've been thinking about a lot lately is how unsafe he made it for me to be that way, to be my emotional self. I like started to hate myself for feeling emotions so deeply. Um, but the truth is I love who I am and how I feel when I'm living life in the moment. I, I do appreciate that I, I can feel so much. And I think that that was like a big part of our dynamic. It's like, I think he was, had this jealousy thing or something, but I don't know yet. I don't really know yet. I'm still kind of like figuring it out, but there was something that irritated him about how good I could feel from emotions. And he had like this hostile, like, like pissed off attitude towards feeling any type of emotion. Um, but that was like a thing. I don't know. So, and, and he shamed me for it a lot. He shamed me for being able to feel strong emotions and feel good so easily. So I thought more on this subject and I choose to study the yucky stuff, you know, be unthinkable and try to pull it apart, pick it apart because this is the very thing that robs the world of its happiness. Abuse robs people of a safe place to love freely how they're supposed to. Abuse makes love a terrifying thing to do and be. It robs its victims of all of that. And it also robs the men who experience narcissism and this abusive, maladaptive behavior from feeling those things. You know, I used to feel so bad for my ex-partner that he couldn't just feel these things that I feel because they're wonderful. It causes love to die for two human beings within each abusive relationship, not just one. And the children also, if they have children involved. So I've just been thinking about that a lot. Um, I'm not wanting to just ignore this in the world. Um, I do want to take a closer look at this conscienceless, terrifying behavior because it's important. I'm not just doing it for shits and giggles or to be cool or be trendy. Like I lived it. I was hurt by it. My daughter was affected by my absence in her life during that time when I was brainwashed and that relationship was just so my priority and I was just not well. (laughs) Um, It made me a completely different person. It took me away from me and it took me away from all the people in my life. And I think about if I would have allowed it to get worse, if I didn't have that overwhelming intuitive thing saying like, don't let him in all the way. Don't get financially strapped to him. Don't move in with him. Don't have children with him. You know, I think about if I would have just given in and done that, 
and dropped out of nursing school, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. It would have taken me away from my patients. So when this type of behavior is not addressed and victims live in too much fear to say, help me, this person wants to hurt me, maybe more, um, you know, and it's not done in public a lot and it's hard to prove. A lot of people won't believe you. But when this is the case, our world is more loveless and sad due to it. So from my perspective, I am studying the happy stuff. This is how we're going to make the world a happier place and a healthier place. And to anyone who feels otherwise or feels I should just leave this behind me so I can move on and be happy, thank you for your concern. However, in my life, I've overcome a lot of hard things and I feel that healing, feeling happy again, being full of love, having a healthy, loving, pure, authentic, and precious connection to whoever that's going to be for me in life, whoever that person is for me, and simultaneously studying the yucky stuff at work for a few days a week is possible. And that I'd be terribly unhappy if I attempted to ignore and suppress what's happened to me and what happens to the soft-hearted souls in the world when abuse happens to them. I'd be unhappy if I tried to bury the burning drive that's grown inside of me over the last few years to take a closer look at this behavior, to confront it in the world where it's most prominent, to speak the fuck up and say what everyone else is scared to say but already thinking. You know, I would be ignoring my, like, at this point, what I feel is like destined place in the world. Like it's so natural for me to take this on. So, you know, I just, I'm tired of it. I want to beat down the current standards of what is acceptable just because it's been that way for so long and no one thinks it can be changed because this is a man's world. It's too political, Jen. You can't do that. They won't do the things you want to put in place for the protection of, you know, very vulnerable population uh, that I discovered through this relationship with Voldemort. Fuck that. And I like learning. I like when I'm reading and listening and watching about these things and like a thousand light bulbs go off in my head and, and I just have this new understanding of what certain behavior is and why it's happening and what it does to other people and why I felt how I felt. I like learning about this stuff and to be real this is kind of my mantra lately but I'm not scared to I'm not the job doesn't look that big to me it looks obtainable is it hard looking and listening to these things sometimes Taking those phone calls at the domestic violence shelter? Hell yeah, it was. But I'm curious by nature, and once I learned what was happening to me and how common it is in the world, in the depression and anxiety, PTSD, trauma, suicide, 
you know, all of these terrible things that it causes, I was drawn to figuring out how to overcome this and reduce it. People are sick from these things. People die from these things. Children lose their mothers to these things like I did. All this time I thought I lost my mom to alcoholism and liver cancer. I lost my mom to abuse. You know, and then I went through it after I lost her and I refused to lose myself to abuse. May not look like it to certain people all the time. Yeah, I went back. I did. I went back lots of times, but for quite some time while doing that, I've been aware I've been escaping psychologically from this nightmare. When you leave physically, you're still not okay. You're still not gone. You're still psychologically in it. It takes a long time to psychologically leave an abusive relationship. And that's why it's so hard when they contact you again or say something to you or, you know, give you all these apologies and you know that's why it's so hard to ignore that so you know and I'm like well why why does it take so long and so much effort and pure determination and strength to just stay away from someone who hurts you and how in the hell do they do this right like because an abusive man doesn't just abuse one woman in his life it's many and the ones that are really good at it can affect a small fucking village. So why? And while I'm figuring out why more in depth, we certainly know enough about this stuff to put more safeguards in place where they are needed. More psychological analysis and check-ins with certain environments where behavior can be altered in this bad direction from a job and the conditioning that comes with it. And for the people that are just born this way and totally seem average, normal, well, I'd like to figure out and teach the general population that this behavior is not good for your health to interact with. You'll be attracted to it, right? Like we know that. We know that the human race is naturally very attracted to this type of person. So everyone needs to know the red flags. Everybody should have the right to know how to protect themselves from this treatment and from this type of individual and not even get started with this type of person in the first place. I think about my own daughter going through what I went through. Fuck that. No. So, to the men and women who laugh at the thought of this because little blonde 125 pound Barbie looking me couldn't possibly take on such a task I'm sorry that my empowerment irritates you you'll have to learn to deal with that because it's not going away much love guys till next time